but I do think, like, Kat, to your point, like, I think that's interesting of, like, Natalie Portman just being unable to escape this, like, role or this reputation of, like, the manic pixie dream girl and, like, that that would bring, like, the, the audience would follow her into this film and view her that same way. I do think that's probably And it seems true. Like, like Natalie Portman just sort of inherently has an effect on men similar to, like, the sirens of Greek myth, but mm, she's just yeah. not doing it on purpose. The, the the author of that book, Everything is Illuminated, like, oh, yeah, left his wife to go be with Natalie Portman, and when he got to Natalie Portman, she was like, I didn't ask you, we're not in a relationship, <laughs> like, I'm married, like, why did you do this? Or, like... Well, not anymore. Not any- Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Moby, uh, famously, like... Since ta- was talking about like, yeah, I, Natalie Portman and I were flirting for a little while during X and Y period, and it was like, dude, she was like sixteen. Wow. Uh, Terrence Stamp, when they were working on the Phantom Menace, was like, I joined this movie for you know that hot young minx Natalie Portman, and it was like again, dude, she's like sixteen. Like, there's just something about Natalie Portman that like makes men wreck their ships yeah. upon the rocks. Through no fault of Natalie Portman. Well, it's, it's, but I also it's think casting them. Yeah, but I think it's also like the like Marilyn Monroe effect of like Natalie Portman is like so intelligent, so she just like knows that there there's this effect, and then she uses it to her advantage to like. She get, went to Harvard, baby. Like she like she she knows wh- like what what works, and she can finesse it, and so I think she's really well cast for this because it's like. Yeah, she could do it the best. Like, she can bring in that, like, male attention, but she's also being really intelligent with how she does it. So it's not, it's not just, like, men objectifying her out of nowhere. <laughs> it's also, like, mm-hmm. she's, like, being a craftsperson in, like, the way that she wields it, I think, is very cool. Um, and I always yeah. used to feel very, like... I don't know about her and Anne Hathaway. And now I'm realizing it's probably just because I'm like intimidated by like this like thing that they do. (laughs) Yeah. And the film also has like within the, within the text of the film, he literally like writes a book that's based off of her life. So it's funny, like this idea of her being like a manic pixie dream girl. Right. Which is like the, the critique of that, uh, caricature i guess is that like you know it's it's a character who serves this like device where the male character just like steals their uh their ideas or like you know his life is transformed by just like knowing this person or whatever and within the text of this film is literally like he writes a book based on her life you know yeah and Um, and she's on the fucking you know she's the the incredible photograph that's then on like the postcards totally. or the hotel lobby, you know, yes. like it's the, drawing the, your attention. The to Julia her. Roberts character like takes a picture of her in an incredibly vulnerable moment, like crying this woman that she like almost cucked, you know, and then yes. like, but is like, this picture's too good. She's too enthralling. I got to use this. Come to the, the art gala opening. Like, we got to see your big crying face. People are going to love it. Absolutely. So I think like casting someone who's this like, 
thought of as a manic pixie dream girl character, it's like perfect because it works within the text of the film. I do have, um, this is too long of a conversation to get into ah, now, on. 